6 o'clock. It's Monday, February 11th. I, what is today? The 12th? I don't even, I can't, I'm, days are funny. They all roll together like that. I do know it's 16 days to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Excited about that. Uh, but tonight, here we are for Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Very excited to uh, have a bunch of comics. We're going to all pay attention to their jokes, take notes. I'm going to be back here with the notes. Uh, today in the fills are pop songs from the 40s, and the one that's playing right now is so great. It's just this really fun, misogynistic song about jingle jangling jingles. My spurs, my cowboy. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful, fun song of misogyny from the 40s. Uh, anyways, please, everybody... Uh, listen to people's sets and take notes. And if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. Nice, fluffy, toasted brioche bun on top. Uh, the shit in the middle and then, you know. But uh, be honest with people because that's what we're here for. And I'm excited because your first comedian is so funny. And he's going to make you laugh so hard you might not, you, your hands will be shaking. You won't be able to take notes. Uh, oh, Hey, who just whoever just walked in the door, can you um, flip off the lights? Hey, Max, flip off the lights so that the house lights go off. You'll know what it happens when it does. Nope, the other one. Did it happen? Yeah. Did it, does it make it more dramatic where it's like the lights were on and now it's like the show's about to happen? No? Okay. I was hoping it was dramatic. I'm trying I'm trying to be dramatic here. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your first comedian of the night, Boris Shakurko! Thank you. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, Thank you. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the news about a uh, Russian interference in the election. I don't know why we're so focused on that. Uh, like, what if they were just trying to learn how a proper democracy functions? Just trying to use America as a role model. What's wrong with that, right? I thought it was clever. Um, I don't know. So, uh, women sometimes say that if men had periods, uh, tampons would be free. Um, I don't know if that's true. I think men would just... I, th I think society would just be okay with men bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Tampons wouldn't be necessary. There would just be women walking around like, I swear, if we had periods, this wouldn't be okay. And then just trip on a puddle of blood. <laughs> that's what would happen. Um, I don't know, guys. Uh... I think technology is really interesting. It's kind of crazy that like we're at this point where technology is so advanced that like self-driving cars are a thing. Like that's how amazing technology is. But for some reason, when I log into my bank account, technology wouldn't be able to figure out what that nine a six whatever captcha thing is. Isn't that strange? Not that, I don't know, it's weird because I feel like a fear, I feel like a fear of mine is that like, you know, you leave your car and then you're like, if I left my phone in my car, I'm scared someone like breaks into my car and steals my phone. But soon, like we're going to be scared that someone breaks into our phones and steals our car. Isn't that strange? That's strange. Technology is interesting. Um, let's see what else. Um, Comedy is hard. Uh... It's nice living in a, a progressive area such as this. Uh, there's actually a high school uh, in San Francisco that, uh, because of the Me Too movement, has adjusted their curriculum, and they're actually uh, starting a class for uh, the most promising students where they teach them um, 
how to properly apologize when sexual allegations are met, made. That's very progressive of us. Um, I think they're gonna, uh, I read that they're gonna start that course once the professor uh, has his court trial uh, adjourned. It'll be really good. Butchered that, great. Um, I think I have a I think I have a weight problem. Uh I think I have a weight problem. I uh I've waited too long to start working out. It's a problem. Yeah, I don't know. Um there's this dating app that uh, I've been using called Coffee Meets Bagel. It's where I go to a cafe and hope someone buys me a bagel. Uh some people are looking for love, some people are looking for hookups. I'm just looking for an Asiago with cream cheese. That's just what I'm looking for. Perfect timing. Um, is there anything I could say about San Francisco? Um, anything I could say about anything? Uh, it's hard. I I don't know. It's strange because like I'd like to be really well informed politically. Um, but then the thing that gets the most people riled up recently has been that le- weed is legalized. Everyone got really excited about that. Um, I wish people could get that excited about like any other political issue right um there's so many to care about i just think there's probably something more important than edibles and (laughs) making certain netflix shows funny that's not even a joke guys i'm just gonna end on that thank you guys for listening everyone yay all right i really liked it jeff i really liked it jeff um, I have a lot of notes. Oh no, for you, you wrote down. <laughs> I took no. notes too. You're gonna get a. You're gonna get it oh, from no. both sides. You have a lot of improvements to make. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Go democracy won. Democracy. You just rushed through it. I don't uh, think. I feel like there's. The, I didn't have anything besides just that line. Yeah, but it's uh, it's not that clear that yeah, Russia they don't have a democracy, so they want to see how. Yeah. One it's like you rush through it so that I, to where people are still thinking like, oh, okay, like later, you know? Yeah, I, that makes sense. I like it and I would put it after your breadline joke because I love your breadline yeah. joke okay. and I feel like your breadline joke sort of outlines how they're not a de- they weren't a democracy. Yeah. And so you set up their like communistic weirdoness without having to spell out because we don't have a democracy yeah. right now either. Like I yeah, get it, why well, that, that joke that's why funny. I felt, it was weird to say how proper democracy functions. I think that's also the joke is that we're not a proper right, democracy. Exactly. But here's the other problem. Yeah. Your, your energy tonight was just really low so yeah. even when you were doing your jokes at the end which I know and always laugh at yeah. you were already just like I don't give a fuck tonight so yeah, we know. still took notes and stuff yeah. because I'm thinking about the writing but I think that your writing is really good but your performance tonight just didn't yeah. sell anything I think it's strange because someone told me that uh, I feel like when I'm more energetic I, I think I actually do worse really yeah more yeah, of the times I do better it's because when I just stand and I'm just like because hey. you do like OMG it, and stuff. well it's it, it's probably my my um, I'm just a t- oh, oh, do you want to say that on the mic <laughs> no yeah no, I have a yeah, bias for it. energy so I'm a dick well I can I can do that I just think it like I think when you try really hard sometimes it comes off as it cheapens you yeah you're too yeah easy. and so I'm like I don't want to just like hey yeah no but I think you also just need to slow down yeah like <laughs> For a period joke, like period you, you joke. said, you said girls would then be saying like, "Oh, if we didn't have periods, it's actually they should say if we had periods in that situation, yeah, because right? they're not having periods." Yeah, I know. You I, said didn't. Yeah, 
And you said it, and you went really quick. You have to give like a pause to like let yeah. the audience get into that future state where they would, or whatever, not future, but theoretical. Also, tampons yeah. are good for bullet holes. So also, what? That, tampons are good for bullet holes. So it's a man thing. The only time, one. the only time a man bleeds is when he's been shot. So put a tampon in there or whatever. I mean, it could yeah. be like you could go misogynistic with it. Like we we fucking die I and shit, and you're worried about. Very... Well, if you're like we die and shit because we that's how we yeah. bleed. You, yeah, you know. Jeff, back to you. Um, <laughs> Are you on the body paragraphs yet, or is this the, the pieces, captcha thing again? I didn't captcha. Think it was that's not a good joke, and Make that's sure gone. you're not a robot. I laughed. Make sure you're not a human. Maybe you can say that. I don't know. Me too. Uh, the hashtag Me Too thing. Um, I say some. Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. I think you should say that it's only for the for the best students after, because you'd be like, because then you can make a joke and like. The, the other, all these other students, we know you're not going to be in a power position kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's a better it's another joke there if you yeah. say it, but you have to reveal it after. I think that's a um, better. Structure. The coffee meets bagel joke, just cut it. Bad joke, yeah. bad joke. Oh. I feel you. <laughs> no, but <laughs> not I a think good joke. I wrote it, down. Okay, it sometimes it does well. Okay, though. here's what I liked about it: Asiago, Asiago with cream cheese. I like the specificity of the kind no. of bagel that you Who wanted. Like I I know, but no, I know which one you're talking about. I like yeah. the jalapeno with the cheddar on it with the cream cheese. But so with you, like, I I wrote down Asiago with cream cheese, a little smiley face, because I just, I like the specificity yeah. of some of your, even it if it's not, not a good joke, I agree. but even if it's not a punchline that works, like, let that be the marker for other things. The yeah. things that makes things funny is the specificity of what you're doing. And that, like, I don't know, I related to that. I thought it was cute. You could put it in some other joke, but be that yeah. specific about Asiago with cream cheese bagel. Cool. I, I like that. I like that joke, actually. Thank you. And I like the specificity. Yeah. Oh, yes, but I think it wasn't, what wasn't clear to yeah. me was, and it came later, was that you wanted the food, not yeah. the date. I, oh, okay. I thought it was about meeting people in person. Like, oh, you okay. didn't want to do, like, the online thing. So I think you could go further with, like, the food thing. Like, you go out to dinner, but it's, like, about the restaurant. You're not listening to her. You mm-hmm. care about the food or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Um, and then the men getting periods... Um, I'm sorry to say Margaret Cho has done that. Oh, Ready? come on, Margaret Cho. Come on. Thought police. No, Dude, let some of us succeed. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. There were socks involved. Oh, but it's such a unique punchline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One additional thing. So the, um, but you this, haven't said anything. How is it additional? No, additional to everything else. Uh, do you want to waste your four minutes of critiques? I'm trying to fucking help you. I'll I'll fucking filibuster. You were correct in how you uh, Stop okay. it. Um, the uh, the school business joke. Yeah. I really like how you did it yesterday, where you built it up um, yeah. a little bit more. Uh, I yeah. think it goes into Jeff. Yeah, you know, just talking about slowing down. Yeah. Also, if you if the button is like apologize, like I don't think you need the other words after. If the class is just to teach you how to apologize and then let it yeah. ruminate, I yeah. think that might work better. Okay. But that's it. Cool. Put your hands together, everybody. Borsha Kirko! All right. Your next comedian. Another funny guy. He had a lot of comments. Hey, think of all those notes he took. Maybe you want to take notes for him because he's, he's a nice, badass guy who's like paying attention. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Jeff Dean! The comedy machine! Um, I'm from Reno, Nevada. Which is... Um, People are always, you know, <laughs> when I meet people and tell them that I'm unemployed, they're always like pretty disappointed. They're like, it seems like you have all of the advantages in the world and you're just like doing nothing, you know, like they're very disappointed in me. It seems like right out of the bat. And then 
when I tell them that I'm from Reno, they like act like I'm from Eight Mile or like Sierra Leone or something. They're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Good for you, man. You made it. You're living in San Francisco. It's crazy. Like, is this how black people feel all the time? I wonder in San Francisco. So now I, I like that feeling. So now I like, to, I like to step it up a little bit, you know? I'm like, yeah, I'm from Reno. My parents, they found me in a dumpster, just pulled me out, wiped the dirt off my face. They were, always, they were always gone working nights. You know, I never even saw my family. They were out dealing blackjack, you know? Anyway, I, uh, I got a girlfriend, pretty excited. Um, <clears throat> I told her, when, on one of our first dates, she, she was like, it seems like you got a p- pretty big ego, you know? And I remember later I was telling her, I was like, you know, I love you. You're, you're not afraid to call me out on my bullshit, you know? Um, and that was a mistake because now she bullies me constantly, you know? It's just like, I have a lot of bullshit, apparently. Every day, I'm, my bullshit, it's always, anyway. We watched movies together. The other day we were watching, we were on Amazon looking for all the movies and Big Daddy. I was like, let's watch Big Daddy. I've already seen Big Daddy, but I don't care. I'll watch it again. I'll gladly watch it again. Love that movie. So we're, you know, we start watching the movie. She didn't want to watch it, for one. She was like, this doesn't look good. I'm like, this is not like other Adam Sandler movies, you know? And then she's like fighting. She's like, it's not an Amazon Prime movie. We'd have to pay for it. I'm like, baby girl, don't you worry, you know? I got it on DVD. Don't you worry. So, so we're watching it, and... um. She's, I'm never suggesting a movie to her again the whole time. She's not paying attention at all. She's like, gets up to go to the bathroom. I pause it because I'm a gentleman. She's like, don't worry. Don't pause it. You, you watch it. I'll listen. You'll, you'll listen. I'm doing this for you, you know? I've watched this already. She always says things aren't believable. We were watching this other movie. She said Whoopi Goldberg's dialogue in the movie wasn't believable. We were watching Sister Act 2. I'm like, how many black nuns do you know? None. How do you know what they're going to say? She said Star Wars wasn't believable. Anyway. <laughs> and the whole time she's like, we should have watched the movie I suggested. Devil Wears Prada. Great movie. The whole time she's just like lobbying for her. She thinks that like, she thinks that her taste in movies is like a skill, you know? Like, have you ever been at a high school party and like the, she's like the guy that's always on the iPad. Like, no, I got, I have the best taste in music. I know all the songs. She's that guy. <laughs> she sucks. And then after the movie, she was like, she was like, it wasn't very good. I was like, you weren't paying attention. And then she showed me on her phone. She's like, look, it has a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm wrong, apparently. Fucking hate that. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. It ruins all movies for me. Like, say I watch a movie, and I. You know, and I hate it. And then I look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 90%. It's like, obviously, I'm wrong again. I'm dumb. I don't appreciate art, apparently. Apparently, there's some sort of motif I didn't understand in this movie. Like, I might as well just read a poem that doesn't rhyme if I want to feel like that. <laughs> I'm, starting to, I'm starting to not believe these things, though. I'm starting to read those specific reviews from top critics. One guy, he gave... A review of Big Daddy in 2010. Movie came out in 1999. Who's, he's reviewing movies 12 years later? Like, what kind of bullshit blog does this guy have? It's like, this week I'm reviewing St- Shape of Water. 
Oscar nominee next week. Get ready for my hard-hitting review of She's All That with Freddie Prince Jr. Who's, who's this guy? I think, it, I think I have courage for liking that movie. I, I, like, I go against the trend, you know? How do you think Adam Sandler feels? Make, he continually makes these shitty movies. It's brave, you know? He doesn't care what people think, Adam Sandler. He's like the equivalent of like a plus-size woman flaunting her stuff, you know? It's brave. Anyway, that's all I have. Sorry. Jeff Went a little over. Yeah, but that's good that you noticed it, so I didn't have to say that. So you guys I, can just give, be short. I thought everything was great. The only thing I would add is when you start doing, when you do that poet thing, name an obscure poet. It's it's not even, oh, really? it's just an extra punchline to throw in. Okay. Because it's very funny, And that, but it, you, you like said like... Emily Dickinson? Or? Well, but, and her stuff rhymes though, so that's no oh. good. Her stuff really rhymes. In fact, you can sing every Emily Dickinson poem to the um, theme from Gilligan's Island. Who's that? Oh. Before I tried to stop for death, kindly stop for me. There was nothing between us. Oh, I'm wasting your time. I'm sorry. Uh, but think of an obscure like E.E. E. Cummings or T.S. Eliot, although he rhymed a lot, T.S. Eliot. Just pick like a poet that you don't like. E.E. E. Cummings is an easy There's one because everyone I, knows it. Walt Whitman, I think he, I read him. Yeah, Walt Whitman is boring as fuck. Yeah, use so that. I saw, he, <laughs> he was a poem that they mentioned in Breaking Bad, and I was like, oh, he must be good. I read his poetry, and I felt so stupid. He, he had a big problem with the war. There was a war or something. Okay, I'm oh. done. That, you had a good set, though. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Now, I forget. Wait, what was the first joke you told? Cause it I, was about being from Reno, and... Uh, the pacing on it was so good. Like, the... Um, like the, Didn't the get first, any laughs on it. So. No, 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 it's fucking funny. That shit was... Thank you. Cause, and I love the contrast, like, 8 Mile, Sierra Leone. If you leave a little more of space in between them, uh, mm. well, I don't know. I fucking love that juxtaposition. That, that oh, was thank fun. you. Um, black people feel, is this the way black people feel all the time? Um, don't, figure something else out with it. Uh, I think, like, I think you dropped feel in San Francisco um, initially because it's not like there there are black people who like don't like aren't successful and then don't get that. So it's a subset of the population if you're trying to hit up. At that, right. I think. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and uh, um, also like a specific. Um, good movie that you hate would be a fun way to like keep going with uh, your Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, okay. Hello, Jeff. Uh, that was hey. a good set for uh, someone from Reno. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I thought that tom- you didn't do it, but I think the tomato meter thing could be funny oh, if right. you're talking about Rotten Tomatoes. Um, or Rotten Tomato. Um, yeah, if you <clears throat> name a poem or a poet that like most people know or that most people know that doesn't rhyme. I think you could probably get a really big laugh there too. Um, and I mean, I think the line that uh, when your girlfriend goes to the bathroom, she's like, you can keep playing it. I feel like there's a there's place there for something that can, I feel like it's a very relatable thing. And I feel like, like there's nowhere to laugh specifically there, but the whole thing is funny. You know what I mean? So I feel like if there was, I don't know, it's weird to say, just put a punchline there. But like, yeah. that is funny overall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I mean, it's I just know. like, if no, there's no place to let it um, kind of out, or maybe if you, I don't, know, I don't think slowing down is a thing. But it's a very relatable and very funny scenario mm-hmm. that maybe if you go into it a little bit more, but I, I don't know, I thought it was funny. And uh, I thought the blackjack thing was funny. Thank um, you. 
You're welcome. It's the first joke I ever wrote. Really? I'm trying um, to bring it back. Why are you still doing it? This is a workshop, Jeff. <laughs> no, it's... I, hey, I New <laughs> material only. No, no, no. a different no. angle. Did when did you, know you write it? Joke? Last week? Uh, <laughs> I, I like old jokes. There's nothing wrong with them. You can always bring something new to them. Clap your hands wildly, everybody. Jeff Dean. I really love the music today. I love pop songs from the 40s. I think it's really funny. All right, your next comedian. She's also going to be really funny. Clap your hands together in a wild slappy-like motion for Elizabeth Simone. And then they start to dance again. Slappy-like motion. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this winter, I got a heated mattress pad. Do you know what that is? It's just as amazing as it sounds. It's uh, it's like a, a electric blanket, but goes underneath you. I was in love at first. It was incredible. I was obsessed. Could not stop talking about it to all my friends. Um, yeah, and uh, it's just like every night was hot, and I spent a lot of time in bed, as you do at the beginning of anything, you know. Um, the mornings were hot, sometimes like a little afternoon delight on the weekends. And then a week and a half in, I get a text message from my friend. She's learned apparently heated mattress pads will ruin the type of mattress that I own. My first response was, no, 18 O's, all capital. And my second response was, but it's the best thing in my life. Translation, I'm not having any actual sex right now. Yeah, so my friend was like, you got to get rid of the mattress pad. But she didn't know it like I knew it. But the more I thought about it, I was like, oh God, some doubts started to creep in. Like, like there were pros to that relationship, but there were cons too. Like I could turn it on, but I couldn't get it wet. It's because I'd electrocute myself. Maybe that's not obvious. Yeah, so I was like a bed you can't get wet? Like what's the point of that? Like could I actually even have sex on this bed? Like if the opportunity were ever to present itself? I mean, how much liquid is too much liquid? I imagine having someone over, having sex with them, and them being like, I'm going to come. And I'd be like, get off my mattress pad and just shove them off the bed. I wouldn't do that. I'm a nice person. So the mattress pad was clit blocking me. So I was like, I got to get rid of that thing. So I dumped the motherfucking asshole at the nearest UPS drop-off location, just sent it right back to Amazon. Um, what else am I going to try out? Oh, so I hate getting cat called. I'm sure most women feel similarly, but I, yeah, but I, I kind of think like one day the cat calls are going to stop and I'm going to kind of miss them. (laughs) Like I imagine like I'll be older and I'll just kind of go out of my way to go next to a construction site and just crickets. I'll be like, hey, remember what we used to have? How about a, hey, baby, I want to fuck you in the ass, you know, just for old time's sake. (laughs) Remember the olden days when you used to senselessly degrade me? What happened to that relationship? 
um you know the song who runs the world you know who runs the world girls yeah i was thinking about it i was like i don't really want girls to run the world like can you imagine like a un council general meeting just like a bunch of six-year-olds dressed up as disney princesses deciding on policy that doesn't sound good to me okay i'm elizabeth simone give me elizabeth simone everyone all right uh, I think that your first joke will, I think that the writing is all there, but the order of it is all wrong. Oh, I, help me with I that. I would say, start with, every night was hot. And that part, it's like halfway through. So you keep it a secret. You keep the sex a secret. You keep it a sex secret, right? You keep it so that it's, all of that stuff, you can work it so that we don't know that it's your bed. Like the reveal is, it's my mattress pad is heated. So the joke becomes, because you do it later, but you spelled it out for us and then you told us what the joke was about getting it wet and all that stuff. All of that will work if you keep it a secret that it's your mattress so cover. So reveal at the end. Right, so like start out with... relationship every night. Right, all the relationship, yeah. it is hot, we're getting along, I get too wet, I don't know, I'm sweating so much, I don't know. They say I'm not supposed to, I mean, we, how wet are we supposed to get? We can't get wet, too wet. Like, he's hydrophilic, or it's hydrophilic. Like, you could yeah. figure out a way to keep it a secret as long as you can, uh-huh. and then the reveal will get you a laugh. Okay, okay. Um... I was going to say for the mattress one, I, there's like, there's a lot of filler words in that one. Yeah, yeah. To explain that you really like it. Yeah, I'm a little more of like a story, I'm more yeah. of storytelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. You're like, take out the words and it'll be great. No, 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 just like, <laughs> like, like, I, like, I think you can convey the message that you, it's really comfortable and you spend a lot of time in it. Quickly. Quicker, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, cat calling. I think you tried to like think of a specific thing like later in life when I, if I start getting them, I try and like make it easier for the audience to get there. Like you tried to like kind of, it was too far. You'd be like, I'm like, I feel like tomorrow if I go by, if if you do something specific, like tomorrow if I go by this construction site and they don't do it, like I'll probably be even more offended because they do it every day or something. I don't know. Like make it like try and think of an example that could happen tomorrow, tomorrow instead of like thirty years from now. And then you did a you did like an old Jewish woman accent, yeah. but you didn't explain why, and I was kind of confused a little. Oh, just yeah. took me out of it. It was a good accent though. That's just that's just my old woman. It just accent. okay because you were old. So I'll be okay, old sorry. Woman okay, got it. Okay. All right, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. No, go for it. Okay. Um, maybe. Uh, a specific thing that you were wearing is what set the construction workers off. Like, all right, well, I guess sweaters are a no for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, what else was I got? Oh, did you say clip blocked? Yeah. Um, I love that. <laughs> and I would make sure that the audience can hear you say clit. Okay, great. That's the first time I've ever said that publicly, so that's great. good to know. Okay. Thank you. Wait, wait, I was gonna, I want to say, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I thought the uh, the UN yeah. uh, by girls yeah. is funny. I think if you proposed or mentioned a policy or a, a resolution, yeah. a, like yeah, UN yeah. resolution. On like that, climate change. Yeah. But like yeah. if it was about a s- subject that was serious, but then from a six-year-old girl's perspective, that could be funny. Yeah. Um, 
Especially if they're all like Disney, like there could be like a Disney theme or something, but like on a serious issue. Yeah. Um, or I don't know. I feel like if you mentioned a specific policy okay. in the eyes of yeah. a six-year-old girl, that'd be pretty funny. Okay. Um, like why not just play cards all day? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. that's not what six-year-old girls do. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm not. This anymore. isn't okay. Bye bye. You were going with the six-year-old girls. Yeah. I thought you were going with uh, that they would all uh, they would bring back monarchy because they all want to be princesses. Oh. That's what, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Global warming and Elsa. Cool. Okay. Thank you all. Yeah. Clap your hands wildly for Elizabeth Simone. I just love this music. Your next comedian, you're going to love her too. Clap your hands together for Judith Silverstein. Hi, I'm Mutiny Radio. So, um, so I just turned 54, um, applause break for not, not dying yet. Thank you. And, um, you know, a lot of people might think that's a little late to be getting started in stand-up comedy, but I actually have this planned out quite carefully so that by the time I get overexposed, if I should be so lucky, uh, I should be just about exactly uh, dead <laughs> at that point. Um, and I, th- I, think I'm, I think I'm on the nose because it takes about 25 years to get good at this. So uh, Now, I know I look very young for my age. Very young. And, and if, I, if I do say very beautiful, I think. Um, because I know this is true because I am constantly hearing it from my gigolo. He says to me, Judith, I can't believe you're in your 50s. You have the life accomplishments of someone half your age. Well, you know, I, that's a little depressing. I, I think maybe I should fire that guy. But you know, um, he does have a point. Uh, he does have a point because arrested development is my beauty secret. That is true. But you know, um, menopause can can be very depressing. I joke about it, <laughs> but uh, it it is kind of depressing, and I think it's because of the way it messes with my identity. Like for instance, the other night I was uh, I was at home watching porn, and I realized that technically I am not even a milf anymore. You guys, you hear that tremble in my voice? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a mature now. Now, ap- apart from that being ridiculously um, inaccurate, psychologically speaking, uh, you know, it's, it's very hard on the identity. Um, but, but I try not to let it get to me because, you know, it's not like I was ever a mom either. So, whatever. I'm handling it. Uh, but, you know, um, at this juncture, I, I feel like I need to backtrack a little bit because I'm afraid you guys are going to realize what a bad feminist I am. I mean, um, it is really wrong to identify oneself in terms of porn categories. I'm not sure this is going to make the most enlightened comedians of 2018 list. Um, but uh, the thing is, uh, I really feel like porn has become our national common ground. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? Wawa wawa. Um, yeah. 
you know, uh, it, it really has. It, it's become our national common ground. Uh, like the other night, actually, I think it was right here in Mutiny Radio, um, I saw this young male comedian uh, talking about jerking off to incest porn, and he was getting extremely graphic about it. Um, and, you know, I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, I mean, incest porn, that is, that is exactly the same porn I watch. It is exactly the same, you guys. And here I thought all I had in common with these uh, young hipster dudes was these, uh, these wiry black hairs I've been pushing up lately on my chin. So let's, let's co come on here on a high note, a little bit of a higher note uh, than I brought you in on, and put your hands together for incest porn. <laughs> Bring in together the generations. All right, Jeff Dean left the left the room. I was, you know, but that's been happening to me a lot since menopause. Like the cutest young guy, I step up and he just leaves the room. Everybody, put your hands together for Judith Silverstein. Sorry, Max. Yay! I want to make you feel bad. All right. Oops, I got a little hot there. Sorry about that. Comments for Judith. Leave him feeling bad. Did, did Jeff really leave? It's hard. I can't see from he this totally, He totally did. I'm yeah. telling you, as soon as I didn't have my period for a year, I can just clear the room. I just walk <laughs> in and open my mouth. Boom. They, they flee like rats. <laughs> not even taking advantage of that open mouth remark? Where, where are you, Jeff? Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe this is wrong. Me. But um, maybe you could just end on, uh, what is the joke about being dead? Uh, I'm gonna die before I could get overexposed as a comedian. Yeah, maybe you could just that could be it. Like I'll be dead, and that's just like I, I don't know, maybe not. But oh, yeah. instead of uh, continuing. Oh, I thought I did end up just about dead. Oh, by I, then. I might have wandered. I might have like wandered because of. But I anyway, was, I love yeah. that part. That's great. Alrighty. Yeah. A lot of people like to hear that I might soon be just about dead. <laughs> it's, well, actually, one of the cool things about getting old is um, everybody's waiting for you to die so they can get your money. So they're super nice to you. Oh. Awesome. That's it. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, hey, guys. Oh, no, I oh, have no? one. Oh. Could you explain the mature punchline? I don't get that one. Well, clearly, young lady, you do not watch <laughs> enough porn. <laughs> Um, but it's it's possible that I should clarify that for and not assume all everybody listening to me watches uh, the same Pornhub site I do, where the categories on the side. Um, so if you're there's MILF, and then there's mature, and a mature is genuinely an older-looking postmenopausal lady, like it's like grandma. It's not just it's not just like a cool older lady, meaning 35. So. These are post mature, uh, so I'm now in the. I'm not a milf anymore. I'm in the freak category of like I like to fuck old people. Yeah. Um, okay. Isn't that it's it's <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's so much funnier <laughs> when I explain it. <laughs> well, because I think that the funny, or to me, what's really funny is when you say I'm, I was never a mom, but it comes after mature. So I feel like. I didn't know if mom and mature were. Con I know mom is yeah. talking about MILF, so I'm. I guess I just am questioning why mature is in between those two things. Um, 
partly as um, misdirection, but I think you're right in that it part and partly to pack an extra throwaway joke in there, because um, I'm I'm mature. Uh, uh, actually, when 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 it's a longer set, there's a joke before it about how immature I am. Uh, that I have arrested development, and I don't have time to do that. I did a little bit of that joke, but there's not an, enough. The callback doesn't make any sense. Got it. So, but, but I'm not a mom. that's yeah. Thanks. I like being not not being a mom also. All right. Thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah. Put your hands together for Judith Silverstein. She's old enough that she might actually remember this awesome music from the 40s. I'm kidding. She's not that old. My, my, my dad was born in 44, so that means he's old. Uh, your next comedian, what a young uh, drink of water this is. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Perry Border. Thank you. I like to think of myself as a young iced tea. <laughs> Um, I think my least favorite comedy tradition that I'm finding is uh, the shaking hands before and after um, because I can come off confident but as soon as my hand slips off of yours you're gonna know I'm uh, terrified I'm okay don't worry about me um, so I can I don't know I can hear everything in the bathroom just so <laughs> I really can um and uh, there's mostly men here. Not right now. There's actually quite a few ladies. But usually it's mostly men, and you never wash your hands. So it's nice because it's, I know, like, in a way, I've touched all your penises. Um, <laughs> I recently had a man, I was on a date, and a man recently stopped me mid-sentence to listen to a flute solo. <laughs> I did not misspeak <laughs> a flute solo it's, it was the wor I mean like even the best flute solo is still a flute solo is the problem like I fucking I listened to it it wasn't that great um, I don't know if I stole this or not so I'm gonna just say it and you guys call me out uh, <laughs> ancestry.com should just be called places my ancestors boned Um, I'm a nanny for a lot of different children and I worry like someday a kid will randomly say like, oh, Perry touched me, you know, like even after I said this was just our thing. <laughs> it's like, you can't trust anyone, even six-year-olds. That's really creepy with no laugh, guys. No you laugh. have to laugh <laughs> or else I'm a pedophile. Um, I'm not. Uh, I've discovered the secret to winning over children. It's feed them trash. Um, it really helps. Like I feed this nine-year-old uh, sausage covered in butter every morning, five days a week. And uh, I know he's gonna have heart failure, but we have a friendship and that's all that matters. Um, I have a eight-year-old that hates me. <laughs> Her name is Eliana. I'm not gonna tell you her last name, but I do want you to track her down. Uh, she's terrible. <laughs> she, um, 
one time I told her like, hey, you know, when you're disrespectful to me, like it hurts my feelings. And her response, her, her back was turned to me, this, but this is what I assume her facial expression was. This is her response. Interesting. <laughs> Which, it's like, I know she's gonna be a serial killer. I just like hope she doesn't target me specifically. Um, Mm, I have a secret for men. Uh, I know your penis is average. I'm just, it's just a compliment. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> and you saying, oh, it's like, I know, I'm aware. Um, just take the goddamn compliment. Um, never never post a Instagram picture and then directly after masturbate because all the notifications of your friends <laughs> will come up on your device. I said device, I use my phone. So like no one, no one touch my phone. It's gotta come on it. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Without a heart There's come on her phone. Yeah. Hey everybody, Perry Border comments from the people. Wait, you masturbate with your phone? Like, well, sometimes I switch off on the iPad. Like looking at porn? Or like yeah, yeah, looking at porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, was that not clear? <laughs> I, no, I was not was, thinking of that. Clear. I thought you were like using it as a dildo. Or oh, wow. That's why yeah, you keep no, making that's... phones bigger. The, the... <laughs> you hope someone calls you at that point. No, not masturbate with my phone. You put it on vibrate? Yeah. Yeah. borrowing your phone again. So I like the flute solo bit. Yeah. I wanted an act out on that. Like, okay. That you're on the date and you're talking about something and then he's like, "Why well, you gotta listen to this flute?" Like I just, I don't know. I wanted that to be like, a little yeah, bit, a little bit more. Um, yeah, I'll put that down. It, but yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to see that for some reason. Um, the random, the nannying random children. I like that line, random children. And I was kind of. Did I say random children? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering like where you were going. Oh, okay. I, I don't, that, yeah. It was like, is it because you were the nanny to all of them that they're going to like, is it going to be like an incestual thing where they're going to talk to them? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The random children was interesting. Okay. Um, I like that it's just a compliment line. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks. I, I didn't know if, because uh, well, you brought up the flute one, was is was it like a song that was playing? Yeah. Okay, I I'm clear? just an idiot. I, yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, music playing in the background, oh, and we were okay. having a conversation. And what, what did you me. think? Oh, yeah, you know and what? then just the flute and solo. And then he pulls out a flute. Yeah, yeah that's not clear. Yeah, um, that would be worse. I thought the uh, the I thought the masturbation joke was funny. Um, I think if you like named someone who... I think if you gave like an uh, an example of like someone popping up on your phone, like I don't know, like oh, like Max just tagged me in a photo on Facebook, like yes. just a specific, I just meant like a specific example of what could happen, like a reference was will probably get like a big laugh because that's a very funny idea. Okay. Um, and 
what oh i think the you could do something with the kid i think the what you said about uh, being a nanny i think that's really funny um you could say something along the lines of like hoping that like i mean you know they're gonna be a serial killer you just hope that they're young enough they won't remember you um <laughs> later i don't know but th- that's like a very funny scenario and like interesting situation in general so i feel like if you talk about it more probably more stuff will come out of there okay that's funny. cool thank you yeah when it Um, One additional thing you could do with the serial killer thing, it's a really funny premise, is uh, you could think of ways that you would not get on that girl's murder list, like, uh, or put other people on, like, uh, um, just saying, like, I don't know, that, like, uh, your mom is bad. That's not, never mind. Your mom is bad? I don't know. Just, like... There are ways to like maybe knock it on that list, and that'd be a fun thing to explore. I don't yeah. have any good ideas for it right now. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> she's crazy. Um, I think the the flute solo is a pretty good like premise, just because it's so weird. Thank um, you. I think a good way you can go with that is like say how it kind of threw you off, and before that happened, like you kind of want to go solo on his flute, and then after that, like, just oh. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I didn't, so. Exactly, that would be. Clap your hands together, ready for Perry Border! You're an ex comedian. I might finally know how to pronounce his name. Please put your hands together for Max Morkanen! All right. Uh, my last name is uh, pronounced Moachanin. I People rarely get it right. Uh, I had it recently where a guy asked me how it was pronounced. I said it's pronounced Moachanin. And then he looked at me and he was like, wow, are you Native American? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I am. Like Hollywood like, made a movie about my family. It's called The Last of the Moachanins. Like I'm, I'm it. I'm the last Moachanin. Like they, when, I, when I was born, they looked at me and they were like, we better... We better wrap this up. We've done enough damage. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a white Native American. What are you, Mormon? I'm like, uh, So my last name's actually Serbian, and uh, Serbia is a country in Eastern Europe, for those of you who don't follow the NBA or professional tennis. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but not everybody knows that. Sometimes I tell people that, and they're like, oh, I thought you were full white. I'm just like, I am. I am full. I'm not even a shade of gray. I'm... Full white, you know, I don't know. So uh, about six months ago, I went to Lake Tahoe. And while I was there, I had to make like an emergency pit stop to buy sunscreen and chapstick. So if you had any doubts about whether or not I'm white, I think that last sentence kind of, I think that clears it up. So the first thing I had to buy was sunscreen. So I went, it was like in the middle of the store. I picked it up. I looked at the label and on the label, it said that it had the scent of sunshine. And I was like, what is sunshine? It's like, I've never gone outside and been like... Oh yeah, that's the, you know, that's the good stuff. Uh, and also, isn't it crazy that they made it sound like the exact th- same thing it's supposed to protect you from? That'd be like a bulletproof vest that smells like bullets mm-hmm. or baby scented condoms. Or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the next thing I had to buy was the chapstick and it was like behind the, the cash register, you know, with all the expensive merchandise. So I had to, I had to ask for it and, uh, so I asked her, I was like, can I get a chapstick? And she's like, well, uh, what flavor would you like? We have strawberry and vanilla. And I was like, it kind of, you know, threw me enough that I was like, have I been using chapstick wrong? Like, am I supposed to 
eat the chapstick. So I just went with it. I was like, do you have chocolate? Because if you did, I'd buy all three and make myself some Neapolitan chapstick. I didn't, I didn't actually say that. I, what, this is what really happened. Like, I, I just was like, I don't know, vanilla. And she looked at me. And that's what she said. She was like, I thought you'd say that. And I was like, I, yeah, I, I can't prove it, but that, I'm pretty sure that's racist. I don't, I don't know. Um, so uh, I guess Trump's probably in the news, right? I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> so people keep saying like he's Islamophobic, but I, I don't think he hates Muslims. I think he's just jealous that their Taj Mahal was more successful than his was. Like, isn't it crazy that his most famous business was a casino that was named after something that's so closely associated to a group of people he wanted to get rid of? That'd be like if Brutus was the owner of Caesar's Palace, or if Hitler was the owner of Planet Hollywood. You know? uh, so I'll finish with this. Uh, I'm surprised none of the like 9/11 terrorists flew any Virgin Airlines flights. Like, if you're going to fly a plane into a building, it might as well be named after the thing you're being promised in the afterlife, right? All right, thanks, everybody. Max Mulkanen, Mulkanen. I'll never get it right. It's so difficult. Uh, hey, everybody. That's a nice lead into the first joke. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. the, the Serbian joke is fucking hilarious. I love it. Um, the NBA one. Um, and I... Yeah, I, just, I mean, I, overall, like, I thought all the jokes were really funny. I don't really have anything else. I just want to say the really funny set. Give me the mic. Okay. Um, the the last of the Moachines is like that's like a great line, but I all, was also kind of thinking like when you were just like, yeah, I am Native American. There's a lot of white people who seem to like claim that they're Native American. Oh, so, so I feel like this is like a phenomenon that they're like, I'm one thirty second Native American. Like you could do something. Like with I could that. make like an Elizabeth Warren joke or with something that. like that. Okay. Um, and then I'm kind of confused, like, why is chapstick a white thing? Or, like, why is sunscreen a white thing? Maybe oh, you maybe could, not. like, just, okay. maybe you could go further <laughs> with it, like, SPF 75 or something, or, like, ch- okay. chapstick that's sunscreen chapstick. I don't, I don't know. I was just, okay, like, I just thought it sounded like a like stereotype. Like, chap lips. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes moisturized lips wrapped around their cock. Come on. Oh, yeah. Maybe I could, I could drop that if it's yeah. I kind of wanted you to say, with the, I like the Neapolitan chapstick thing. I kind of wanted you to say, like, when you said about Neapolitan chapstick, to say, like, that's my favorite chapstick. Like, uh, it's like your favorite flavor of ice cream or something. Uh, okay, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I forgot to say that. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, I just had one little thing that was uh, you tried to tag the NBA Serbia joke with like something about tennis, um, which I think it's hitting on the same thing. I think it's it's redundant. But the other thing I think of, I, I don't even remember which world war it is, but Serbia was pretty involved in the beginning of one of them. Oh, yeah, world war one. That's I think that's the one. So it's honestly it was a coin flip. I should have just gone for it. But um, uh <laughs> But yeah, if you like, that would be one other tag you can do. But I, I, there's probably like something out there that's niche that you could get a second laugh out of. Okay, like another Serbia stereotype. Serbia stereotypes, all of those, tons of those.
do think it's hard to get behind the smell of one's bullets because I don't think anyone knows uh, what they smell like. But okay. the baby's in condoms was hilarious. Okay. So maybe that there's that a different lead up to that one, but the, the bullets so, is one I do. Baby, yeah, baby flavored condoms. Uh, okay, gotcha. Neapolitan baby flavored condoms. But a joke together. All right, clap your hands together, everybody. Max Morgan. Oh, what a beautiful time of the evening. We are in a rock block of Max's. We are on a Max rock block. We are smack dab in the middle between two lovely Max's. Both men under 30, not sure if they're single or not. Your next comedian. My second favorite ginger in the San Francisco comedy scene. Your next comedian's gonna make you laugh. So clap your hands together for Max Eddie. Hey guys. Okay. Um, uh, you guys, uh, I, I just want to start off the show. I get this all the time. People think I look gay, for the record. I'm bisexual. I'm not gay yet, okay? Um, no, uh, so being bisexual, I get this nice gray area uh, between, you know, I get to interact with both sexes. Um, I just want to state my case. I love dick pics, okay? <laughs> Let me just say that now. Um, like, girls are always complaining to me about getting dick pics, and I'm like, they're like, oh, guy, we were just messaging, it was so normal, and then he just sent me his dick. I was like, yeah. He likes you. It's uh, like, do you, wanna, do you wanna find that out later, like when you can't escape? I don't know. Um, I, um, one, thing that's, one thing that's fun is uh, my parents actually, my dad sent my mom dick pics, like before smartphones. Thing is, uh, it was my dick. Uh, they really love scrapbooking. Um, they wanted to, like, me to be able to see my progression over time. And I thought that was a totally normal thing growing up. I thought that was really normal. When I found out it wasn't normal, it was, it was this kid on the playground. He was talking about how his parents would, like, measure his growth over time. And he's like, yeah, they'll just, like, make little tick marks on the wall for how much I've grown in the year. I was like, how the... How do you do that? Like, I don't know. And uh, I found out because he was like, yeah, I found out I've grown eight inches in the last year. Where are you hiding that? Jesus Christ. Like, I grow four inches when I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but I mean, it's a special occasion. That's, that's not funny. I'll tag it with something different. Um, it's fine. Um, I, that's, that's my persona is I'm like kind of gay and I only get bitchy at myself. Uh, it's so, Max, you're the worst. <laughs> um, no, it was a, it was funny. Like I actually, there is a scrapbook though dedicated to like just me growing up and it's got two pages with pictures of me, you know, like, um, it was really weird though. Cause I realized my dad used like a Kodak, like a disposable camera, and you have to go somewhere to get those developed. <laughs> so I'm like, people at Costco think my dad's a fucking creep, <laughs> which is especially weird because my dad works at Costco. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad, so my dad's been an assistant manager at Costco my entire life. Uh, and when, when I was growing up, I was like, I wonder, like, why aren't they you know, letting him become a manager? Why hasn't he made it? And then when I grew up, I was like, who even let this guy become a father? God damn. Um, 
it's really you don't have to pass a test or anything you just have to it's super easy to be a parent um actually yeah i love when parents are like oh my god it's so hard being a parent and i'm like no it's it's hard to continue to be a parent like the first step is great um uh i'll leave i'll leave on this um so uh my parents are actually they're divorced now um which is it, it's kind of hard because they they both worked um and they had you know two incomes coming in but now that they're divorced their incomes have to like work separately to buy my love <laughs> it's really hard for them um but before they got divorced uh they started going to a marriage counselor but they went to a white marriage counselor which is so stupid. That's like going to like an Asian driving instructor or like a, a black marriage counselor. The divorce rate for the African-American population is just as high as the white population. I'm trying to dispel stereotypes here. What have you done with your comedy lately? My name is Max Eddy. Thanks so much. It's Max Eddy! Yay. I like that new parent stuff. The manager... Thing and the father stuff and the, I, I I liked all that and it and it'll dovetail nicely into your grandfather bicycle yeah, joke. That's uh, yeah. like I'm hoping to like expand off of that with this stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's funny and I mean you've you've got all the stuff to go with. with uh, yeah, but yeah. you're you're you look. Have you been working out? You look like you've been working out. I just am wearing fewer layers than I generally. Oh, okay. I always look <laughs> fucking great, and it's awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed your set very much. Yeah. Other people. Um, I was gonna say the. I mean, the, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a a pun or something, but like it could be because when you were saying tick marks, what you were talking about yourself was like the dick marks. Oh, okay. Which I don't know. It's a shitty whatever. But um, you're. Could be fun. Like, eh, I don't know. But you. What was the last thing you were talking about? You were. You said. Uh, um. Ugh. What was the one? What was the last thing you said? Uh, the marriage counselor thing. Not marriage counselor. Uh, uh, parents had to buy my love. Uh, fuck, I'm forgetting. This is why that's people fine. write things down. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, I actually have a... Oh, go for it. Go for it. Um, so, I, I love the dick, your dick pics measuring your parents. Did they, they really did that? I'm just curious. Everything we say up here is real. Yeah. It's all real and very so funny. So, I wanted you to kind of like do a little more with the wall like I want yeah to, like, I, I felt that keep trying with the wall a little bit longer like lunges yeah. like something hump it <laughs> climb it or something yeah yeah i um, did so much off stage and yeah. then oh with the you said something like i grow four inches when i watch keep it for the kardashians yeah. you want to change that you said you're on the you're on the playground it was like a friend on the playground Maybe there's like a kid thing, like I grew up oranges, but like something you thought was hot when you were like 10, yeah. that might be like a good reference. My, like one reference I wanted to make, but I don't think is going to hit, is my first crush in elementary school. Did you guys watch the show Boy Meets World? Yeah. Yes. You know, Topanga from Boy Meets World? Yes. Oh, I would have I tapped that at 10. Yeah, that's what you Hell yeah. If it were legal. Topanga. Yeah, there we go. Um, Topanga. <laughs> oh, and the thing dick, dick, the idea of like getting a dick pic and like telling your friends that like that's a good thing because like you can see it now before you can't escape. I thought that was funny and then I had this reaction of like, they can't escape. Like there was this moment of like, that's 
horrible. Yeah. When you're like tied up. I should. If I'm gonna do that, I have yeah. to reference that guys are just terrifying. Like I thought it was funny. Just I on the, it was funny yeah. Too, but I, but did you mean for it to be like creepy like that, or was it? Yeah, like definitely. Okay. That's okay. yeah, because it's <laughs> that's why honestly, like I I think more about going on dates with guys because I'm just like, what if they want to make my skin into a coat? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hope that doesn't work. Okay, cool. Good uh, uh, One thing, your um, the marriage counselor joke at the end. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm like a really big racist, but I got confused by the stereotypes. So I I, I feel like uh, I, yeah. I, 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 I feel like if I did I didn't quite get it, but I like the tagline at the end where you saved it from whatever racism it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was trying to. I was I was trying to be like, oh, I'm like. Well, we're all the same, even though I said something racist before it. It's really not. Like, I need a, if I want to work I think on it. You need it'll be something good. more racist before it. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. That's my one comment That's about the... your set. Not racist enough. Yeah, not enough. racist <laughs> enough. Max <laughs> Eddy. Well, Ginger okay. enough, but not racist enough. Not racist enough. I just confused me, but I was easily, I'm easily confused. Okay. Yeah. The, I think Asian are bad drivers. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I hear that stereotype on a nightly basis the, now, so I absolutely. might be biased. The one um, thing yeah. I wanted to say earlier was that when you were talking about the photographer, like I feel like there could be something funny about someone like a cameraman who develops single-use Kodak cameras who's a pedophile but doesn't know it because he doesn't know he's seen your like the dick pics you're talking about. Like he doesn't know that that's a child. Just like he's but you do. He's like, oh come on. Yeah, like but you're the only one that knows. Like you could walk in the store and be like, like I know you're a pedophile. He's like, no, I'm not. You're like. I know you are. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. That's funny. Clap your hands. More racist, please. More, yeah, more racist. Put your hands together, everybody, for the not racist enough, Max Eddy. But the way he likes to play is A to the bar. When he plays, it's a ball. All right. Your next comedian probably was called a racist his entire life growing up because of his last name. I can imagine all the names that you were called as a child. Uh, but he's going to make you guys, that's probably why he has a really great sense of humor. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ryan Hitzler. With the bass and guitar, they beat me, daddy, into the bar. Thank you, thank you. Um, great intro. The name always is a uh, conversation starter. Um, speaking of my last name, I saw my dad, who was the one who gave me the name, uh, this weekend. <laughs> And uh, it was nice seeing him because I haven't seen him in a while. It's been a couple months and um, lots been going on, you know, and it was great seeing him. Really funny guy. And within like two minutes, I was just so fucking irritated with him. Um, it's kind of weird how parents can get under your skin at a moment's notice. Um, I kind of think of it as they make you as a person and they kind of program you like a computer program. And there's all this stuff that they do. They make you, they improve on the program as you are growing up in childhood and adolescence. And when things kind of pop up to annoy you, it's kind of like your firewall. Things don't really bug you too much. Um, someone insults you or asks you kind of while you're staying at a job too long. It, it doesn't, it just rolls off the, uh, your back. But with your parents, they kind of, they have a back door into the system. They wrote it into the code. So anytime, you know, I just got a, re a new job recently and they, he, my dad asked me like, oh, so how's the new job going? I'm like, it's great. You know, I'm getting paid a little more. I told him how much I was getting paid and he was like, oh, like that's it? Like you gotta be making two grand more a, a month at least. And uh, 
I was like, thanks dad, appreciate that. Um, just really gets under your skin. And my dad and I are very similar in some ways, very different in other ways. Like he's a, he's a Trump supporter, but he doesn't really, doesn't do it for the, the politics. I think he just likes to piss people off. Like he's got a Trump sticker on his, uh, a bumper sticker on his car. And it makes no sense to me. He doesn't follow it. Like 90% of all other Trump supporters, they don't follow politics whatsoever. Like I asked him who Kellyanne Conway was. And he was like, oh, like the lady from uh, the Brady Bunch, you know? <laughs> also, side note on Kellyanne Conway. Like she's a very odd looking individual. Um, it's like you can't tell if she's super old and looks young or if she's young and just looks super old. Like my theory on her is that she's either like a secret like crab person or an alien. She kind of looks like the uh, like her skin's a little messed up and her eyes like a little out of place. It reminds me of the guy in the uh, first Men in Black movie when he's been in the skin too long. You know, see Kellyanne Conway on Fox News like, Kelly, why are they sending troops into uh, Iraq right now? Uh, looking for a cat, you know, name's Orion. But uh, I don't know what makes my dad more of an asshole. The fact that uh, he is a Trump supporter for no reason because to be a Trump supporter, you kind of have to be an asshole. You don't have to be a bad person, but to just support some of the things he says, it's like, okay, you're just somewhat of an asshole. Um, and I don't know if that makes him more of an asshole or the fact that he has a bumper sticker on his car. Like who puts bumper stickers on their car anymore? <laughs> Ever since they did away with metal bumpers, it kind of just, you know, it doesn't really work too much. It's like guys with long ponytails now. It's like, I mean, yeah, you, you can, rock that but like should you is it is it socially acceptable anymore to do that um so like i said things have been changing in my life recently uh my girlfriend and i broke up so i've been crashing on my buddy's couch and uh it's interesting some of the things people care about when you're crashing on their couch like i had the the house myself this weekend and my buddy was like did you jerk off on the couch and i was like dude i didn't jerk off on your couch like I went into your bed like a normal person and did it there. And, uh, you know, he, he kind of, he kind of bugged me about it for a bit. I was like, dude, I didn't jerk off on your couch. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I oh, forgot the punchline to this. Hold on. Uh, I was like, yeah, like what kind of guy do you think I am? Like who, who jerks off on someone else's couch? I'll tell you exactly the kind of guy I am. Someone who needs to fall asleep. Of course I jerked off on this fucking couch. I'm sleeping on a fucking couch from Craigslist. It's not like it's a $2,000 memory foam mattress, you know? The thing is a sectional couch that, like, that moves when you sleep on it on a hardwood floor. So I'm like in my, in my sleep like playing Tetris with this fucking L-shaped couch, inchworming to keep the thing together. And uh, that's it for tonight. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, that's Ryan Hitzler bringing you the hits. Okay, um, I have a quick thing. The um, the little line, like I don't even know if you meant it, but uh, Dad is the one who gave me that name. Yeah, it was like the listen back to it because that's just a fun fun thing to say. It was it was funny. Um, I think uh, the computer programming stuff. Um, I think it was a a fun premise, but you'll. You you got to find some punches in there. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, uh, like, yeah. I think I think it was. It sounded more like a TED talk than <laughs> uh, than like a a a, a bit. Um, 
but uh yeah and the, the couch thing that's that's funny man like it's uh like obviously that's that's what's gonna happen yeah. if, if you're crashing somewhere <laughs> for more than one day i don't know what other people's schedules are like but yeah I've, yeah <laughs> heard yeah, that Sleep, you just be like, I'm a guy. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Thank you. Um, maybe, and I don't know, you're welcome to take this or not. I think this is how that works. You don't have to follow all the. Um, but uh, maybe, like, that's it, and then, like, let it sit there, and then, like, your, rea- your reaction when it, he said, that's it. Um, when he when you were saying uh, how much you make and oh, yeah. he said that's it, um, I don't know. Whatever you think. Okay. Thank you. Put your hands together, everybody. Ryan Itzler, bringing you the hits. Yeah. All right. Keep those hands a clapping and those notepads a scratching. For your next comedian, Nick Holm. Take a train today, head New England way. I will book you in the happiest mood. Thank you very much. It's my first time up here. Be gentle. Um, So I think a lot of people have a rather unhealthy attitude towards sex. I think a lot of people almost worship sex and... This is something I really experienced firsthand this past year. I was living in Spain, and we went to the north of Spain, me and my roommates, for the weekend to their village. And that first night, I ended up hooking up with a very pretty Spanish girl. And I don't say that to look sick. It's just kind of the way it happened. You know, I've hooked up with plenty of people who I think qualify more as orcs than they do human. Traditionally, my sexual selection process has been about as strict as a military recruiter's. You know, oh, you dropped out of high school and you're missing some teeth? Welcome. Come on in. Um, even, my, uh, even my sexuality is kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation ever since I made out with that girl in Thailand. I uh, especially liked stroking her Adam's apple. Um, And, um, let's see. Ah, yeah. So leading up to this night, I don't know if anyone here uses Reddit. There's something on Reddit called NoFap. The idea being being that you don't jerk off for a month. It's supposed to be good for you sexually. You know, stop watching porn, kind of resets resets your body's clock. So I decided to do this, see what would happen. About two weeks in, I could move objects with my mind. It's pretty sweet. Um, But mostly I just ended up being a horny mess. So it was around the third week of this that I ended up meeting this girl. I was just a walking ball of jizz. Um, And uh, also on this particular night, I was very sober, which is odd for me for a one night stand. I'm usually incredibly drunk. Uh, For me, having sex is a lot like working in a Puerto Rican hospital in that it's something I usually do during a blackout. Thanks. Thank you very much. Um, but so yeah, on this night I was sober, and I think you can see where this is going. We go to my buddy's room, go to have sex, it's over before it began. I lasted, I was like Usain Bolt at the sexual Olympics, just done. And then my buddy kicked us out of his room, and that was it. She went home, and it was done. But so the next day, 
we were in this village in Spain, and apparently girls there are known for being very prude. So my buddies thought it was the coolest thing that I'd hooked up with a girl. Every bar we go to, that's the story they tell. They're like, yeah, this guy hooked up with a chick and people are buying me drinks, they're cheering me. I felt like I just had a threesome with like Blake Lively and Margot Robbie, when really I just sort of, you know, came in like half a second. It was the weirdest thing. I didn't correct anyone, obviously. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sick. Meanwhile, this poor girl is with her friends and I don't know how to say in Spanish, I've seen flashes of lightning last longer, but I imagine that's what her conversation was going like. Meanwhile, I'm getting treated like a god. And I don't know, I don't know if there's a Greek god of premature ejaculation, but like Jizquikathes or something. But that would be the only accurate god for me. Um, has the horn thing not happened yet? So what am, well, what am I? What am I rocking? How much, how much time? You were actually at just almost three minutes. You were at like two minutes and 40 something. But when any, anybody ever asks for time, we always give them a minute. That's like a comedy trick. But you have a minute left. Keep going. You're doing great. All right. Um, yeah, I think sex for me has always been awkward kind of since the beginning, since the initial discovery when, you're, when I was 11 years old. And, you know, you start getting boners. You don't know what to do with them. You just sort of touch it to stuff. Flick it, whatever, whatever works. Um, but I never actually finished until one day I was sitting on the toilet and I had wrapped my dick in toilet paper because it felt warm. And I did this sort of weird double fingertip grip, kind of like I was playing the recorder. And then uh, just went up and down a few times and achieved liftoff. It was awesome. But it was the first time I'd ever, I'd ever done it. And I thought that toilet paper was an essential part of the process. So every day I'm going in the bathroom making these little dick mummies. My poor mom is buying like Costco sized packs of toilet paper every week. She's like, I just don't get where it goes. I'm like, I shit a lot, mom. Little does she know I'm making these paper mache jizz volcanoes like twice a day. That's all I got. Nick Holb, everyone. Yay. I, I did it once at the Brainwash Cafe like uh, a month ago. Cool. And then the other time was like three years ago. It takes me, I'm hoping it'll take progressively <laughs> shorter that chunks. Great. That was good. Thanks. You're actually, you're a good writer, but you do this thing where you say something really funny and unique, and then you say something really like normal. For example, when you said, missing teeth, welcome, super funny. But then you did like the Adam's apple joke, which was like too obvious, right? And then you did it again with a moving objects with my mind. I'm so horny that before you said horny, but you were like, I'm moving objects with my mind. That was very funny. But then you were like, I'm a big ball of jizz, which was too easy. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. like you have these really great moments in there where I'm like, ooh, look, he's writing and that's great. And then there are other moments where like, I just think that the jizz ball is too easy. I feel like you can... When you say really funny things like the objects with your mind, you just have to, yeah, just watch for like, because you, you want to be unique. You don't want to say jokes that other people have had. So like Adam's apple joke, you know, just try to stay away from easy stuff. But it really, you have a lot of gems in there and you have a really like good personality that we wanted to pay attention to, I think. Yeah, Thank we you. did want to pay attention to your personality. Um, I would, yeah, I, I didn't like the Adam's apple thing because I feel like it could be transphobic. I think you just want to be careful 
mm. about that, um, especially in San Francisco. Um, and I kind of like the walking ball of jizz, but I, you did something with your eye where you kind of like, it seemed like you were like having a seizure or something. So if you could like do characters, I, I just love the idea of this like walking ball of jizz that's kind of like seizing and your eyes like rolling back mm-hmm. in your head. Um, why toilet paper? It's, just, that was really funny. That's what I'm talking about—the yeah. unique you stuff. You that's funny about it, about it being hot. I know. I just said it felt warm. Oh, it, it, felt it did. To, to, to yeah, just yeah. Yeah, I feel like you that just, could be like a, an extended, very funny story. Okay. Um, yeah, but I like that. Um. Yeah, I like the toilet paper and um, but because it felt warm, like I I think that's funny. I'm basically saying what everyone else is saying, but actually liked the ball of jizz that made me laugh a lot maybe just because i'm inexperienced but um yeah and, and you're doing you're really i'm i'm this is not condescending but you're really great for uh you know going up and yeah thank you yeah you're welcome yeah thanks a bunch other comments oh, I have oh. More the like not drinking up for 30 days what did you call that uh they call it no fap so fat fapping is what the internet calls jerking off these days. Oh, okay, because I've heard that as like no wanks, and it's apparently something that this conservative movement, this like conservative faction does. It's like part, yeah. part of their thing. Okay. It's like not jerking off for third. Yeah, I've heard it as no wanks. Mine was just more like people watched too much porn, basically, on the internet. So they tried to do that. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a whirl. Cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, sorry, I came no. in heavily uh, to the mic. I really liked the mummy reference about the your dick mm-hmm. wasn't a mummy, um, and I think that oh maybe you could take it or not, <laughs> but I think maybe you could say it again because then you switched to volcano, which I think is also funny. But I think there was like this nice moment of it being a mummy, and then it was like a volcano. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really liked the your dick isn't a mummy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Nick Hole. All right. Your next comedian, she's all over the place. She's really, she's grinding hard, and it shows uh, in her great jokes and, and her wonderful stage presence. You guys are going to enjoy her so much. Put your hands together for Angel Weaver. Thanks, Pam. I know I've been seeing you everywhere. Also, I loved your set at the show with Tony Sparks. Thank great. you for saying that. I yeah. loved it. Um, who's ready for some new jokes? Oh! Uh, pussies are weird. Pussies are weird. Um, and a lot of people don't understand them, especially not men. And I know men don't understand them because they get too impressed by pussies doing normal pussy shit, you know? Uh, like when I turn on a faucet, I'm not like, oh shit, <laughs> water's coming out, right? Like, that's expected. That's a faucet being a faucet. Uh, but men, when men see pussies, uh, they start doing that like DJ set right on the clit, like a flicka flicka. Uh, and then you start to get wet. And they're so impressed. They think they're doing something so great. They're like, oh my gosh, she's getting wet. She's talking to me. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> uh, she was wet like 80% of the day, okay? Uh, really, that's just discharge. Um, <laughs> but if it's all the same to you, uh, I'm ready to go. 
let's see here. Richard Pryor. There's like random stories coming out about Richard Pryor, which is interesting. Uh, one being that he may have been bisexual. The other being that he used to put cocaine on his dick before he would have sex with women. Somewhere. <laughs> like from me uh on his dick before we'd have sex with women i was like give it up for richard Pryor, ladies and gentlemen uh adding new meaning to the term crack pipe okay <laughs> uh i take a lot of ubers and that's kind of frustrating but i take a lot of ubers and i was in uber pool and what i really like about uber pools is when i get in first or no when i get in last but i get dropped off first I imagine that's what white privilege feels like. I think that's kind of cool. Um, being black when you're growing up, there's things that you don't experience. One being white privilege. Uh, the next being, uh, I didn't find out what checking out of a hotel was until I was 25. Uh, I was at a company retreat and I saw all these people waiting in line. Uh, because if you don't know, black people don't check out. We just leave. <laughs> I don't know why people are waiting in line to do something uh, that you don't have to do. It's weird. Another thing that we don't do is we don't compost. Uh, I didn't find out what composting was until I was a working woman. Uh, for me, it's really just a guessing game. I'm just trying to fit in in San Francisco. Uh, the, another thing that we don't do is uh, we don't celebrate Father's Day. So. <laughs> you can laugh at that. It's not racist, because I said it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, something that I think is interesting about marriage counselors, I wish Max was here. Marriage counselors, to be a marriage counselor, you just have to be good at the one. Isn't that weird? Like, you just need to have done one marriage right to tell other people what to do. <laughs> like, there's, there's no other profession where that makes sense, right? Uh, like you can't just be like, hey dude, I wanna go skydiving. Oh, you do? Well, I went once. Let me, let me take you up there. Uh, no, uh, actually when I look for my marriage counselor, I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm gonna look for someone who has experience, someone who's been through at least five or six marriages, um, so I can look at you and know what not to do, because uh, that's what I wanna know. Uh, and the last one I'll do, these are not jokes, these are actually just things that I saw happen last week. I was walking down the street and I saw a woman giving a blowjob to a man in a Prius for the first time in San Francisco. There's no joke there. I was <laughs> pretty fucking, uh, yeah. And uh, the other thing that I saw, I was at a restaurant and I was waiting for a guy to get out of the restroom. And so I was sitting down, and he was taking so long, and I'm very passive aggressive that I actually started to stand up, because I was like, I want him to see me when he comes out the restroom, so he knows how long I've, I've been waiting. So when he gets, he opens the door, he comes out of the restroom, he has a guitar and a blow-up sex doll in his hand, and he says, thank you for your patience, and walks out. It's no joke, that actually happened. Thanks, guys. Angel Weaver, weird shit happening to her this week. Wow, blow up doll at, for, in a public restroom. That's just hilarious on its own. Like really, and it was blown up. It wasn't like deflated or anything. It was that's and a guitar. Fucking weird. Where is he hiding the heroin? Uh, cool stuff. Good. Uh, 
I I enjoy your stuff. Go go ahead, yeah, Elizabeth's on great. there. That was really great. You have really good stage presence. A couple notes. Okay, so you said something about like being wet, and you were like, "I'm ready to go." I didn't quite get that. Like, because you have discharge all day, you're ready to go all day, or what? There was something that I was missing. I I, I guess I always assume that men are only fingering you to get you wet, so that they can have sex with you. Uh huh. Okay. It's just the pre-course. So you were like, you, don't, you can skip that. Yeah, you're like already wet. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Cool. Uh, I remember the Richard Pryor thing was in Broad City in this season of Broad City. So maybe that's why people are talking about it. the Uber pool joke. Very good about white privilege. Yeah, I like that. That's exactly what it's like. Um, the marriage counselor joke. Something was missing for me. Is it like if the marriage counselor themselves has only been married once or has like successfully? Like had a happy couple leave their their office once. If they've been married, when I have more time, it's like I'm in a relationship, and so people mm-hmm. trust me with advice. I guess I could have said that because I've done one right. So uh-huh. I imagine marriage counselors—they've been married once, so now they're qualified. Oh yeah. But I don't think that translates because they do go to school and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I thought you meant like they'd had one client once oh. that they, and then and the one thing was like I was like one half of the couple, like what, yeah, there was just something about the languaging that was. Okay, that's um, And the Prius thing is funny, and I think you could go further. I think the cl- the sex doll, and the guitar is funny in and of itself. It doesn't need anything else. But the Prius sex thing, like there could be something around like. Did she like spit or swallow? Like, what would be better for the environment or something? Uh, like, what, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, there comes everybody. Angela Weaver, yay! Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Did you hear this? This this song says saying praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Just enjoy it. For a That's what I wanted. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. I just want you guys to hear that. I think it's pop songs from the 40s. Love them. Your next comedian. We have two left. And thank you guys for hanging in there. And everyone will get comments tonight. And it's going to be great. Uh, hey, I couldn't tag her on Facebook because I don't know what her real name is. But she goes by Ziva, the Brooklyn Diva. Turn that shit off. San Francisco, how you doing? I just moved here from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My whole family relocated due to the witness protection program. Yeah. My father had a friend named Big Al. He was a highly skilled butcher, but I don't mean for meat. Not that you millennium schmucks know what me- butcher is. <laughs> you sweet potato, kale-eating fruitcakes. <laughs> God's got a funny sense of humor. Gave me a body like a goddess and a voice like a truck driver. <laughs> Took the bus over here tonight, what the fuck? They shouldn't call it the bus. <laughs> They should call it the bum transporter. <laughs> Anyone pay for the bus? I don't. <laughs> I don't pay a friggin' dime. 
know what friggin' means in Brooklyn? Fucking. <laughs> know what schmuck means? <laughs> Small dick. <laughs> and a poor Jewish guy. <laughs> he gets born and he has a circumcision right away. A few years later, he marries a Jewish bitch. <laughs> she cuts his balls off. <laughs> That's a schmuck. What about uh, those man buns, huh? What the fuck's that all about? Is that like a compartment for small brains or something? <laughs> it's like a, a brontosaurus, right? They got a small head, small brain, but then they have a, a brain up their asses, I heard, right? Kind of like Trump. <laughs> He's kind of like a pterodactyl. <laughs> He's got small arms, so he can't jack off, but he could tweet all night. <laughs> anyway, I'm Jewish. It's another thing God's got a funny sense of humor about. I hate fucking Jewish women. I <laughs> think they should all just go fight terrorism. Why send young, healthy, beautiful men, fuckable men, right? Jewish women, annoying, whining, complaining. They could do some damage. Put them in the front lines with those terrorists. They'll start whining, complaining, what's that schmata on your head? Why do you wear those pants? <laughs> in two minutes, those poor fuckers will cut their own throats. <laughs> yeah, God's got a funny sense of humor. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Yay! Diva the Brooklyn, Ziva the Brooklyn Diva. You're, we stay up there. You can stay up there, and then we talk to you about stuff by the microphone. Uh, love your voice. Love what you're doing. You're totally unique. Nobody is like you here. I've never. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe where you come from, everyone sounds like you. But <laughs> here I'm like, oh, what a breath of fresh air. So yay! And the schmuck stuff is funny. Comments? Any comments? Elizabeth, you're talkative tonight. I'm, I'm from New York as well, but I've lived out here for a while. I think as like, I'm also Jewish, and like as a Jewish woman, at first I was like, oh, like I didn't really like hearing that, but like I now I'm really sensitive because I've lived out here for eight years. Um, but people in San Francisco, I think in the Bay Area, people are more sensitive in general and like harder on comics about those kind of things. But I did, what I did like was when you got to the part about Jewish women like being on the front lines and like being kind of annoying. And I think you could do that. You could kind of go further with that. Like things that like Jewish moms would say that are like, right. like, oh, you got something on your face or something, you know, like that. I think I like that part. I just didn't like the like, I hate Jewish women. Uh, like that felt kind of like cheap and not so funny. So yeah, I like that other, the bit about them on the front lines, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I also really love your voice. Your voice is amazing. Um, what was the? Do you remember what your first joke was? Um, Big Al, my father was relocated. Oh yeah, I think that's really really funny. I think you could take a beat right there before you say relocated. Um, so that is more of a surprise. But I really love that joke. Clap your hands together, everybody. Zebra the Brooklyn Diva. It's just, I just love 
<laughs> Old timey shit. Your next comedian, he's the last comedian of the night. Keep your energy up and be excited. He's a hilarious guy and uh, his wife is so sweet and they make a mean steak, I'm telling you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ken Suzuki. Oh, oh, thank you. Keep it going for your last comic, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So the first time I feel like I followed a female dice clay. This is beautiful. Oh, man. Everyone, be perfectly silent if you love Donald Trump. Apparently, we got a lot of them in this audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. San Francisco's a changing, folks. It's a changing. Anyway, you guys ever try to sit down and write your suicide note and end up founding a tech startup? Yeah. You know, you sit down, you're like, shit, man, if I can plan my own suicide, I can write a business plan. We go out there, find some venture capital, make something in my life. Oh, you angel investors, you. Look at all of you potential, all so much vibrant life and energy in all of you. I had punchlines, but hey. <laughs> Who needs punchlines, right? This is stand-up comedy, it's pontificate. Uh, here's an idea. An idea for a product I want to launch, all right? It's, uh, it's an idea for a new line of anal beads made from recycled golf balls. Plan on marketing it with a pun, all in one hole. <laughs> it's a golf pun, guys. It's a golf pun. Get it? Uh, I just thought that would be a good sound effect to add to that. Is it working in the shop? You got all the new material. Why not? Why not? Throw it out there, right? Just throwing it against the wall. We're here. This is a safe space. We get to say whatever we want. Then go home, listen to our sets. Then really write those suicide notes. Right? That's what Muni's like. Listen to your sets, folks. That's the smelling sots, really, of stand-up comedy. Oh, you go, like, ooh, they laugh. That must mean I'm funny. Go home, listen. Are you really funny? Are you? Funerals, man. Now, that is God's cruelest trick on stand-up comics. I'm the star at my show, and I can't even get five minutes of my fucking eulogy. Where do I go from here? I could have written jokes, but virtue signal. That'll show the world in a Prius. That is peak wokeness right there. <laughs> I think that is a sign of San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco, I love you. That guy that you saw in the stall coming out, you know, with his sex robot and his guitar, that guy, I'm pretty sure, 100 to 1, that guy invests in Bitcoin. <laughs> All right, folks, because just Bitcoin, sex robots are the Bitcoin of human relationships. They think they're all that, but there's like a small niche, never going to live up to the hype. Sometimes it's not the jokes, it's the eye gestures. Thank you, guys. Ken Suzuki! Uh, I really liked your Prius stuff, your suicide stuff, I enjoy very much, but my question is, can you kill yourself with a Prius? Isn't it such low emissions that it doesn't like, you couldn't carbon monoxide yourself with a Prius? 
I feel like I feel like there's something there, like because so you because you have your Prius stuff and you have your suicide stuff, and it's like the question. I don't have Prius. I just piggyback. Oh, she you were just Prius oh off. oh you were just fucking around tonight. I thought you yeah. were actually like bringing new jokes. I'm like, well, he's I, bringing all these new jokes to the stuff, and the and you were just riffing. Okay, cool. It was a workshop. I was working it yeah, out. Yeah, no, I was it's doing great. The cardio. But if I mean, if you want, I I know you have suicide material, and I enjoy it very much. And if you end up talking about Priuses again and these I, special I, snowflakes, I don't think you can kill yourself with a Prius. I think they're like equipped with a special button for these snowflake children, so they don't actually kill themselves. That's good. You should take that advice. Uh, <laughs> I, I like your suicide note opener with the tech startup. I mm-hmm. I liked it better on Friday night. Okay, I felt yeah. like your energy was was better with it but i like the the concept of like planning your suicide you can start a tech company um i love the free i know you were just riffing on um angel's stuff about the prius but the term peak wokeness like have i heard that before or did you just say that for the first time ever right here on mutiny radio it's a great term i feel like you should find a way thank you say peak wokeness in a bit okay yeah Thank you guys. Peak Wokeness. Yay! Ken Suzuki. So Mike Evans Jr. just texted me and said he's looking for parking. So I'm hoping that you guys will be looking for the audience then. I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing is he doesn't, he's got to like come around the corner. Like we just, I mean, he's got to, we can uh, burn time. I don't have any new jokes and all my old jokes suck. So I don't even feel like, uh, they don't suck. That's not true. I've got this new feminist thing I'm really happy about. I just freak out about Melania, Melania, whatever her fucking name is. Uh, but I don't need, I can't text and talk at the same time. So he should, he should come here. He is everybody put your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. Hello everybody. Sorry I'm late. How you doing? Good. Good. I have some jokes in my phone. I'm going to test out on you guys. All right. So I think that, uh, like black people, we, we, we love our kids, but we don't like our kids. I think that's the very strong thing. If you don't believe me, if you ever watched the Maury show before, do you see how proud everybody is when they're like, they're not the father? It's kind of fucked up. Like, I feel like if my dad was on that show, he'd be so quick. He'd be like, I knew it, nigga. You look like Dave Chappelle. Fuck you, Mike. You're not really my son. Like, I... I don't know, I think it's kind of fucked up because the whole time this is happening, there's like the little kid in the background, you know, there's like the screen of the kid looking all cute, just like wondering what his future holds. He has no idea. He's always too young to know. And it's just kind of, it's kind of fucked up. I think that's, uh, it's messed up. So I kind of, I kind of want to work in porn, but I don't necessarily want to be a porn star. In every porno, there's always someone getting duped. If you watch like, you know, this guy fucked my wife porno, something happened. I want to be the guy who has no idea my wife is getting fucked. That's, that's what I want to be. I want to be a cameo, even if I make it in comedy. Like, I want you guys to laugh every time you see a porno. Like, oh, this is great. Fucking Mike. Like, <laughs> like, I'm never naked. I'm never actually having sex. I'm just always the, the clueless one in the porn. There's always one. Um, let me see. I... Um, this is something that you probably never noticed, but if you ever look at Pornhub, if you ever like um, see like the, anybody know like the logo for Pornhub, right? It's like black and yellow, not, okay. So during certain holidays, they put like certain symbols <laughs> and logos next to the Pornhub logo. And I always find it interesting. Like for Martin Luther King Day, there's his face next to Pornhub. 
Like right now, I'm sorry to God, right now for the Olympics, <laughs> there is like somebody skiing because the Winter Olympics are happening in North Korea. And I'm just like, how, like, whose idea was that? Who was like, you know, we're not being inclusive enough. Like, let's, let's be politically correct in this porn game right now and just really, you know, pussy power, you know, pussy, pussy grabs back, right? That's, that's what we should do. Um, I don't know. I feel like porn, like no matter how politically correct the world gets, porn will never be like judged. If you look at porn titles, they're just straight to the point. They're never like <laughs> this self-identifying man has sex with, you know, the girl who changed her name to Butterfly. Like that's never, there's never gonna be a porn like that. But we still jack off to it. We definitely, definitely still do. Um, I went through a, uh, a breakup recently. It kind of sucks. I'm like, I'm now able to really talk about it on stage. Um, Getting advice from my father about it is like the funniest thing because he gives really shitty advice, but it's always great for <laughs> comic relief, which is why I'm a comedian today. So when I first asked him about it, I was like, hey, dad, you know, I don't really know about me and Michelle. Like everything's going smooth, but she just gets so mad at me for like little small things. And my dad was like, yeah, man, sometimes I don't know about your mother. <laughs> like I, I asked for advice not to ruin my fucking life right now. <laughs> It's a good time for the horn. Um, but basically the advice afterwards was like, you know, just don't don't get with girls who kind of have, you know, just like like really easy triggers. Like, especially as a comedian, you can't really date someone like that. And then he said, he said, even if you put your dick in a glory hole, if it feels familiar, just pull it out. Just pull it out quick. And I was like, what did that have to do with anything <laughs> at all? And he tried to spin it too. He was like, oh, I know who you millennials are. You know, he's doing crazy stuff. I was like, no, dad, what the fuck? Like, you knew exactly what it's called. If you were like the hole in the bathroom, I'd be like, oh, okay, he doesn't know. But he named it. He said glory hole. My name is Mike. Mike Evans Jr., what a funny set. Yeah. I don't have anything good to say except just not like, you're great. I don't mean like I wasn't, my constructivism is only in tags that porn where the husband watches is called okay. cuckolding okay. c-u-c-k-h-o-l-d so you might as well be specific but that's it because it's funny and that, that you're the guy who shows up and cuck you're just like walking across the street like, <laughs> yeah, just like there's, no, there's this always happens to me <laughs> how are you the guy but the, here's my question is how much do extras get paid on the porn site do you know uh, what right? i mean like there's, there's a are, bunch of, there's a bunch of people just look when you guys watch porn tonight just notice the people that like have never been in a scene but they're just there so, yeah, sorry. I, think, I thought what you were saying was that you were the husband who like didn't know that she was sleeping with someone else in the porn that's which true. i was like that's not cuckolding you like you want to see it you get off on it but i was like what is this porn where it's like the guy just doesn't know like you're it's, like you're like not even in on the sex yeah, yeah like, exactly watching tv in the other room <laughs> it, it's it's called like, sneak like typically it's it. called sneaky porn if you type in sneaky in any oh. porn browser, you'll just see a bunch of just like fucking oblivious guys <laughs> to what's going on literally behind them or in front of them. Sorry, but yeah, yeah. it's And then I like this idea me. of like Pornhub, the, the, the um, stuff for holidays or whatever, like MLK Day. And um, I was like, how can you go farther with that? Like on Mother's Day, does it have like a picture of your mom? Or, <laughs> or like it's Columbus Day. And then they were like, no, we have to be more PC. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. And like, change the, the logo. I don't know. I just like that idea. Thanks. Yeah. 
Suzuki, did you have something to say? Oh no, he's just near the microphone. I um. have, oh, go no, you go. So I think I've heard this at once before, and the MLK joke is really funny. Thanks. To the point that I'm not, I'm glad I didn't, but I almost wrote. You know when you hear something, you're like, okay, I almost stole your joke, but I didn't. Um, but I think something funny, there's a tagline that I wrote, feel free if you want to. It's like, I had a wet dream. Oh, that's great. He had a dream, I had a wet dream. That's Thank great. you so yeah. much. Yeah, that's I'm definitely really going to use that for sure. Um, I actually had writ wrote a very similar joke about Pornhub logos, but yours is funnier, so I'm okay with it. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot my other thing. I think I just came up here to compliment you. You're really Thank funny. You. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yay. Your opening joke, or like the line, we love our children, but we don't like our kids. Yeah. Was, yeah, that's a really good line. Thanks. <laughs> it's true. I, it's, yeah. And regarding the inclusivity of Pornhub. Oh, when you mentioned how, no matter how woke or whatever they try to be, they all the, the titles don't necessarily mesh with mm -hmm. the imagery. Mm -hmm. Give us a, a title mm. that could mm. work with there. Like, instead of, it just says, chick with dick gets turned into Chinese fist a finger cuff or something mm. like that. Like, boom. Mm. Cool. Oh, definitely. I can definitely list out some names. Hooray for Mike spot. Evans thank Jr. Yay! Well, thank you, everybody, for hanging here for the entire joke workshop. And everybody got comments tonight, and everybody had great sets. What a joy. What a wonderment. Tell your friends. Like us on Facebook. Hey, we 16 days left until the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, it's going to be March 1st through 5th. Tell your friends. Get your tickets now before these 30 amazing seats sell out. And uh, stay tuned here on Mutiny Radio. The next show is FTW Forever Two Wheels. Thank you guys again for being here. But good night. Bye. Down in lover's lane, my are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs>
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skin Care. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. 
uh, every Saturday night we've got live rock and roll some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well come on down 10 p.m. rock and roll only night of the week we have a five dollar cover charge always five bucks for live rock and roll we're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m. Monday through Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday 2 to 2 come on down have some drinks with us we've got whiskey Wednesday tequila Tuesday and we've always got the Steve McQueen special shot of bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for eight bucks come down and enjoy our patio it's open in the afternoon not really in the evening but a lot of good folks hanging out back there come on down give us a shout drop by the bar make some friends thanks folks Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District San Francisco California with a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. don't miss it go to Bender's Bar big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So 
know you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, seven to nine with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, six to eight. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar, come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Big dogs, you gotta fight niggas. You sleep outside in your shit. It's cold. You gotta, like, every time something breaks in the house, you have to maybe get shot first. Okay. That's my bit on dogs. Um. Oh. Oh, I'm also really shitty at my actual jobs. So I'm a food delivery guy to techies, to tech offices. And I work at a spin cycling class in the hate, also training techies. So I'm from San Francisco, but I'm literally feeding and making the techies stronger. Like, I feel like an asshole. Like, I'm in there, and it's, it's, it's awful. Both my bosses want to fire me, though, because I'm really shitty as an employee. I show up 30 minutes late to work every day, but they think I'm funny, so it, it all works out. Um, Working at a spin cycling class is a little tough for me too because I watch a lot of gym porn and in gym porn, it's the same setting like at work, but they fuck each other. And that's totally not what happens at the place that I work, but I'm waiting, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. Um. The reason I'm a shitty employee is because uh, when you work at a shitty job, your boss cares about the job way more than you care about the job. And I didn't realize that. I thought everybody was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. We're feeding techies. Like, why does anybody even care? It's not like they're, like, going starving or anything. Like, I, I don't know. I drop meals and shit for, you know, for pride. All right. With everything going on in the world, like this thunderstorm outside, I've been trying to get a grasp on, like, people's perceptions. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about, like, Trump and shit? With old people, I realize they're all super chill about it. They're all just like, you know, history repeats itself. But what the fuck do I do with the information? What, history, should I prepare for slavery? Like, I don't, that's not, it's not helpful for our next generation. And I get jealous of kids younger than me because 
their whole perception they don't have to give a fuck they just know shit's bad that's all they can do is just keep watching cartoons and not have to fight about it but my age just graduated college the black panthers fucking hella activists in general for anti-war have all been my age so it's literally our responsibility so that's fucking terrifying this shit right here could happen every day for the rest of our lives because the adults fucked it up all right my name is mike mike evans jr part confessional part blah 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 I love it. I think you just need to keep calling back to the opportunistic thing. I think with the little dogs, like you could easily throw in a, but you get to fuck bitches. You know, they go back to the being opportunistic, being like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, my sex life is opportunistic. If I'm a dog sleeping in the bed, oh, you know, I'm going to get in between those titties. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to snuggle on down by your, I'm going to get in your pussy. I'm going to get my, you, like, just be silly with it. But I feel like that whole, you like being a dog, you can bring it back to opportunistic sex with you know women <laughs> but there was another point where you could call back to it again i think it was getting we were getting fucked by something and you're like like something about trump and getting fucked and then you're like well i'm but i'm opportunistic oh know, yeah that, a, fuck the republican right yeah yeah, yeah. uh so i i love the bit i love the end bit uh about how history repeats itself so you can take that and you can extrapolate and say i'm young enough that I'm gonna have to be dealing with Mars Nazis now, right? right? But then call back to what Pam was talking about. But you know, I'm, I'm not gonna kick her out of the bed, right? right. So like, I, I'll, I'll fuck alien, the Mars Nazi. Aliens, uh, alien, bi- 